0: It's Tuesday, November seventh, twenty twenty-three. Bow, bow. Season two, episode forty-two of What's Eating Kale. I'm Kale. Let's add some funk. <laughs> Uh, So, uh, yeah, yesterday, beautiful day, mowed my lawn. Yesterday was a get shit done day. I mean, I got tons of stuff done yesterday, tons of work that I've been avoiding, a lot of office work, a lot of uh, organizational type stuff, my file cabinet. I had an assistant, Debbie, for, I don't know, since like 2006, I think, and she retired last April, so a year ago, April. And I haven't touched any of those files since so those got all, you know, kind of packed up and ready to uh, put into storage and um, started my own file system yesterday. I got, I mean, that took quite a while, got that all done and uh, got some regular actual physical work done that needed to get done for clients. And then um, over lunch uh, at 11 o'clock, I decided to run out, mow the lawn. And, uh, and then after that we had lunch and then we, Got the garage. We rearranged the garage so we could bring all the furniture in, hose, reels, things like that. Um, it's that kind of. Uh, now, today, now so yesterday, 64, 65, something like that. Today, 45, 46. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be a little colder today. And doesn't look like it's going to warm up anytime soon. I think the warmest it's going to get, mid 50s, maybe by the weekend or end of the weekend. So, uh, you know, here we are. We're, I mean, it's here. Let's just, you know, let's just admit it it's here we gotta deal with it and uh, it looks like a cl- gloomy all the leaves are we had 20 mile an hour winds almost all day yesterday actually 15 to 18 mile an hour winds all day yesterday just constant there's not a leaf on a tree at all it's i don't know for whatever reason there's trees that don't lose their leaves right away but um every other tree that can lose its leaves has lost its leaves um the yard was amazing to mow it was like juicy and fresh and it looked amazing when i was done like a summer day it was awesome um so uh i decided that uh in the whole scheme of things i'm going to bring something back i used to use this uh theme music for something else but this is uh reflective music if you I'm bringing back gratefulness, um, had a number of conversations with a number of people and we talked about, you know, the, the, uh, people have said, you know, they're, they're demanding, let's bring gratefulness back and um, I, I'm going to just tell you, I'm going to share with you that I write down things that I'm grateful for nearly daily and even though I still write it down, I got to be honest with you, I don't get as much out of it as what I did when I used to actually say it here on a podcast. And it it makes it more real in a a weird way. Now, I'm not going to do it every day, um, but I certainly am on Tuesdays. Why Tuesdays? Because Tuesday is one of those kind of bastard child days. You kind of overlook it. It's just a stopgap. So I I think that I want to start off by being thankful for Tuesday. Because without Tuesdays, what would Monday have to look forward to, right? I mean, Mondays, (laughs) come on. And how would we get to Wednesday? We got to have a little something there. Uh, you can't go right from the beginning of the week to the middle of the week. So I mean, Tuesdays, there's kind of this weird day. I have to be honest with you. Most Tuesdays are very productive for me because Mondays are always kind of like all this stuff. You know, you're you're catching up from last week. You're all the things you missed for me yesterday was organizing. It was, you know, it was a Monday. Tuesdays, I, I probably get the most work done. So Tuesdays and Thursdays I think I get the most work done. So uh I really I, I I do appreciate and I am grateful for Tuesdays. As always, I am grateful for Lisa and the Hounds, my favorite rock band. Um, my dogs, Lisa's dogs, our dogs, make me happy and make every day better. Every day. Uh they make me smile, they occupy my mind. I they play. I I mean, it's just the best. They're just the best. Um, they're, they can be a pain, but I mean, every day is better with them. I can tell you that Lisa, I love Lisa. Uh, I'm very grateful for her. She knows my shit and deals with it, uh, as well as any human could anyway. <clears throat> Even she has her kale breaking point. <laughs> Hell, I have my kale breaking point. I gotta, gotta be honest with you, but she knows my stuff. She deals with it best she can. Um, You know, she might kick me to the curb one day, but so far, hmm, she's hanging in there. (laughs) I'm grateful for my ability to see both sides of most topics and decisions. Uh, I don't think a lot of people can do this. I I shouldn't say a lot of people, but I don't, not everyone can do this. Um, I definitely, when somebody says something, I immediately think, well, I mean, that sounds logical and sounds good and sounds well thought out, but what about and I, I just automatic. It's an automatic for me. And I suppose sometimes it's annoying and troubling for the people I'm talking with. But by the same token, I think it serves me well. Um, maybe I just need a better way of throwing that into conversations. Uh, I'm grateful for anyone who listens to this program. Uh, hopefully, we share a common bond. And you just, I don't know, for some reason, think this is interesting or fun, or there's some value you get out of it. Um, but even if you're listening to just hear like the next stupid thing that comes out of my face, I, I thank you for that too. It won't be long. I promise. I, I might have already done it. It's just, I can assure you that, that something dumb is about to come out of my face. I I promise. Um, <clears throat> while it's unpleasant, pleasant, this is one of the things that you do with gratefulness. You take a negative and you try to find the positive in it. And you try to find out, okay, this is a thing I don't like. What can I be grateful for because of it or around it or make it not almost like cognitive restructuring, right? Like you're trying to make the thing that you don't like better. So while it's unpleasant from time to time, I'm grateful for fall and winter. Now, I used to, fall used to be my favorite time of the year, without question, my favorite time of the year. And now it's like, okay, this is the beginning of the end, right? It's just like it's like everything goes downhill from here. It's gonna be cold. I'm gonna be cold for the next five months. <clears throat> the good things that come out of it: fireplaces, um, wine. Uh, there, you know, there are things that are just intrinsically fall and winter. That the holidays, getting together with family, all those things. I mean, they're all there. Um, so while I don't always like the weather, um, I, I'm in a weird holiday mood right now. I don't know why. Um, but winter and fall are absolutely necessary for spring and summer. So I'm grateful for that. And that's it. That's, that's what I'm grateful for today. Hope that's enough. All right, man. It's on to headlines. That's me on the turntables right there. <laughs> uh, let's go through entertainment headlines. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish are going back out on tour for the first time since 2019. Um, it's hard to imagine, and I got to stop saying the word um. I listened to one of my programs the other day and I was like, Ew. so I'm going to try to avoid the ums. Uh, Hootie and, and there I go. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, there, God, it's It's. You know what it is? It's me buying time to get from one point to the other. That's what it is. That's why it sounds bad. Hootie and the Blowfish had one of the biggest selling albums of all time. I believe it's still in the top 10 biggest selling albums of all time. Crack Rear View, Crack Rear View is what the album is called. Uh, it had Hold My Hand. It had all the big hits. Uh, everything you know Hootie for is on there. And uh, I think that People overlook that and they think that was a flash in the pan. That was the 90s. They were quintessential, you know, kind of adult alternative. They were not mainstream pop. Um, But it's hard to deny that they're a great band and hard to deny that it'd be fun to go watch them. You know, I don't think they're going to be, you know, flinging from the rafters or anything like that, but. I bet the sound is great. I bet you every song is great. Um, so they're going back on tour. Um, 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 um. Uh, next thing, Richie Sambora uh, claims that there is, I, I just can't stop, claims that a Bon Jovi reunion may happen. Now this is according to a very hopeful Richie Sambora who left the man back in 2013, uh, just mid-tour, bailed. So we'll see how that goes. Ringo Starr didn't think the Beatles would last a week, and was planning to open a salon back in the day. I think that's friggin' hilarious. He thought George would open a garage. Uh, there was a story in there where uh, Paul. This is a fun little article I read. Paul McCartney was saying he thought maybe they'd have a, you know a handful of years, and uh, and look at them. They, they got a. They will have a best-selling single here this week with Now and Then. Uh, a lot of people questioning. I, I'm starting to see the negative headlines right now from that song. I mean, come on, just let it be what it is. Let it be. Let it be. Um, 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 I'm just going to do a whole program of ums. I think everyone will enjoy that. The uh, I think that they this I, I like that this happened. I like that. You know, these guys said that they got emotional just hearing John Lennon's voice again. And the way that came across, and Beatles fans, when you listen to this song, there are Beatles-esque riffs in this song that are just like, oh my God, that's so the Beatles. I was hoping for something a little more, um, how shall I say? Um, um, something more, um, you know, how they were getting really innovative back in the day. I, you know, this was 1970 that Paul or that John wrote the song. I think that. I was looking for a little bit more of that, and maybe because John's not around, that's not possible. But um, it just—I I I think it's a good song, and I love listening to it. The technology behind it's pretty neat. I I like it all. AI detectors are getting extremely accurate. Watch out, paper writers and marketers. Penalties are coming. I have a feeling that uh, people are going to get penalized for having papers written via AI, and I think marketers are going to get penalized for. Using content written by AI. So there's going to be some repercussions from that. Kind of neat to see that. And I'm glad that it's there. I think we're going to need that for music and film and all kinds of different things just to make, just to hold people accountable. Uh, not that necessarily you shouldn't use AI, it's just you shouldn't use AI and call it your own. The Curiosity rover has been on Mars for 4,000 Martian days. What's a Martian day, you say? Uh, roughly 40 minutes longer than Earth Day. Roughly 40 minutes longer than an Earth Day. That all just bleh, mushed together right there. And, by the way, on Mars, no light, no daylight savings. Huh? In sports news, Craig Council is now the manager of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, that sucks. I think that he was a great manager for Milwaukee. He's just such a great Milwaukee kind of tied icon. I love Craig Council. Uh, he will now move on and coach and manage the Chicago Cubs, which is even more difficult to hear. It'll be interesting to see what the Brewers do, but as of now, Craig Council is no longer our manager. Chicago Cubs now have Craig Council for their manager. The Chargers beat the Jets, and the Jets looked absolutely awful. Aaron Rodgers is shaking his head on the sidelines. It's kind of fun to watch Eli and Peyton because uh, there wasn't a whole lot going on in the game, so it's kind of interesting. I'm going to get to this last topic a little bit more detail here. Uh, in fact, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just move right on to it. How about that? So the last topic I had was there's a headline that said Mar- marijuana, use raises risk of heart attack, heart failure, stroke, and, uh, other bad things. Studies say now, I, I I went in there. I'm like, ooh, I kind of want to, I'm just going to come right out and say it. I want to try marijuana again. I did it back in the day. I did it plenty, probably more than I should have. Uh, There just came a time that it always kind of made me feel lethargic the next day. There just came a time in my life where I'm like, nah, I can't do that. I got too much to do. So I stopped. Just cold turkey. Just, Meh, I don't need it anymore. I don't need it anymore. Not now, not ever. Never went back. So... I've been curious. I have very fun, smart friends that are into it, and they, you know, they they love it, and they tell me that it's not like that, and that you know, I don't know that I want to get into smoking anything. But at any rate, I read this, and I'm like, oh, geez, maybe I shouldn't try marijuana again. Uh, but here's the real story. This is the I'm kind of going off on a rant here, because that headline is not. It's not what you think it is. It's the smoke. It's the vaping. It's the smoking, smoking marijuana. Not just, it's not the chemicals in marijuana. It's the smoke. And they're talking about, it's just like tobacco. And duh, I, doesn't everybody know that? I used to just shake my head at the marijuana people back in the day when all you did was smoke marijuana. You didn't, there were no gummies. There were no, none of that. Uh, There's none of that. I used to just shake my head at people because they would say, well, it's safer than alcohol. It's better for you than this. And I'm like, you can't ingest smoke ever. That's never going to be good. You shouldn't really be ingesting anything other than what you're supposed to to breathe and to sustain your life. You dumbass. I mean, it's ridiculous. I've known this since I was probably 20. And so the whole story goes around smoking. It doesn't talk about, and, it, and I'm like, and it even goes into like all the science behind the cigarette smoke and the vaping stuff and the, the science, like literal science. Poisonous gases and all this. And it's like, I don't think that that, I mean, I know, I know people who still smoke and get high. My cousin was here uh, about a month ago. We had that party. And he's like, I was around the corner getting high. And I know he smokes. Um, but I don't think that I mean, the people I know don't typically smoke. I don't think. Maybe they do. But I think that mostly they do edibles and adult gummy substances and what have you. But I think it's an interesting thing that here's this headline. Now, I know that they want readers and I don't Begrudge them that. I just don't think you should be misleading. So, when it comes to marijuana, there's still nothing that says the chemical in marijuana that makes you high, there's still nothing that says there's something wrong with that. There is, of course, something that says if you smoke anything, it's not good for you. I mean, come on, duh. Now, if somebody's out there saying that they didn't, well, I thought it was okay because I read a study and I thought. Smart. No, I mean you can't inject. Come on, just don't be an idiot. Come on, you know better than that. You're just making excuses to make yourself feel better. So, but headline, not a fan. I don't like. I don't mind when you get me to read something. I don't like it when what you say in the headline gets me to read it, and then it's really not about that. That's not. Mm, not a fan Not a fan The uh, content police should crack down on you and, and not allow you to write content anymore That's What's Eating Kale today uh, Coming up this week All kinds of good stuff Got Ben Holtz coming up uh, Next week got Carol Sombri uh, And then I've got some best up stuff Coming up for the next few weeks after that So that should be fun And there's rumors of a season 3 What's Eating Kale Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm.